I'm Garrett Hirschberg, and we have some breaking news for you. If you've not heard the news already, Nevada basketball has landed five-star bas- uh, prospect Jordan Brown. Jordan Brown is from Roseville, California, and attended prolific prep high school. I'm joined by basketball analyst Connor Montagna, Kevin Finkler, and Michael Samples. Guys, welcome to the show. What up? Great to hear, be here. Thanks for having me. So, when he announced on Friday that he was uh, he signed his letter of intent to come to Nevada, what were you guys' first thoughts? Uh, you know, my first thoughts was, you know, I went on t- uh, Twitter and I saw Musselman just freaking – freaking out here in the news and all i could think is wow sweet 16 was great this year but you know what final four sounds great next year uh yeah at first i didn't really know who he was i wasn't really paying attention to uh the recruits we were going after but once i figured out who he was uh, and what role he plays uh on the basketball court i realized he's the big man we need uh seeing that he's 6 11 210 uh yeah that's exactly what we need to contend for a finals I was just uh, thinking that this year's going to be crazy, especially if we have uh, returning players like uh, all of the Nevada Wolfpack fans that I know are hoping for. So I just really want to see what is going to come up from him and seeing uh, how he was so excited to be a part of the Wolfpack family really stuck with me too. A little bit about Jordan Brown. He was the 31st ranked recruit uh, based off ESPN. He was the last five-star recruit to announce his prospect, to announce where he was playing. His final three were Nevada, Arizona, and Cal. Were you surprised that he chose Nevada over his hometown Cal and flagship program in Arizona? Uh, I mean, you know what? I'm sure the rest of the nation was. I mean, uh, just like a year ago, I was reading articles talking about, you know, maybe him going to Stanford and all these other big schools. And on the outside looking in was us. But, you know, the closer and closer it got, you know, the more I realized this might actually happen. And, you know, it's not too far away from him. You know, Roseville is only two hours away. In an interview with his mom, his mom was happy about it because two-hour drive, he gets to see his son play all the time. So, you know what? Towards the end, I wasn't really surprised. I have to agree. Uh, When I was doing my own research into it, uh, he didn't have any visits at all. He actually scheduled or canceled his only visit with Arizona. So, like, to me, like – if I'm going to be going somewhere that's hundreds of miles away for at least four years, I'd at least want to go there at least once. And then with uh, Cal, I don't know what happened there, but it just makes sense with being so close to Roseville. Like, it's the best bet for him. And seeing uh, Nevada finally on the national stage again and seeing the coaching strength that Muss has and the depth of the uh, veteran team, I think it's a no-brainer for him to choose Nevada. Yeah, I was uh, I was slightly shocked. I didn't know uh, that uh, he would pass up on Arizona, knowing how big of a program they have. But uh, knowing the success that we've had at Nevada the past few years, uh, we're definitely a definitely a strength uh, in the NCAA right now. So I'm glad that he chose chose correctly, chose to join the Wolfpack, and let's see where it goes from here. Now a couple uh, a couple weeks ago, he canceled his official visit with Nevada. Did that make any of you guys nervous? Uh, you know what? It kind of did. It was kind of a rough time because that was right when uh, the Martin twins were going to declare for the draft. So, you know, I know everyone on campus was freaking out a little bit like, oh, my gosh, we're losing the Martin twins and we're not going to get, you know, this uh, prospect. But 
thinking back on it now, it kind of makes sense because, you know, I think at that time he already had his mind made up and he's like, why do I need to go there if I'm going to spend four years? Um, like Connor said, you know, if you're going to go somewhere, you might want to see it first. But, you know, he was probably just dead sound on his mind. But back then I was kind of a little bit sh- uh, like scared, like, oh, we're not going to get this guy. But it makes sense now. Yeah, I'd have to agree because definitely during the time I was definitely scared because uh, knowing uh, with all of the players uh, possibly leaving and not going to be able to contribute to the program anymore, it was definitely troubling. But uh, now that I've looked in more into it, when he canceled that meeting, he already had three unofficial visits to UNR. So there's something there. Like I, After looking into that, it made more sense. Like Why would you need to schedule your unofficial visit if you already know where you're going to go? You've been here three times. You love the area. It's close to home. Simple choice. You you mentioned four years. I I don't see Jordan Brown staying all four years, especially as a five-star recruit, a McDonald's All-American. The last McDonald's All-American we had was Luke Babbitt, and he only stayed two years. Yeah, but uh, you never know. Uh, things could come up. Like uh, we had uh, Lindsey Drew who went out with an unexpected Achilles injury that was completely detrimental to the program. Like, Sure, uh, national prospects of this level that are in the top 50 or even higher than that, sure, they're going to have a high output and have a uh, better chance of going pro quicker, but sometimes that's not necessarily the best choice. And uh, I think it would be best for him uh, to just stay with the program as long as it's beneficial to him and learn from one of the great coaches. Uh, Yeah, definitely. I could see him. I don't see him staying here longer than two years. Um, I know he's he's a power forward, but he plays more down low. I saw some of his film from Wood Creek in his uh, prep school. Um, but when the film I saw from Wood Creek, I saw he was just playing more down low because he was the only big man they had. So I say maybe if he, he's only 200, 210 right now. So if he gains probably 15, 20 pounds, he's definitely going to dominate in the NCAA. And I say once he gains that weight, he'll probably – declare for the draft that season so that could be after this year most likely so with with the addition of brown does that make the martin twins and jordan caroline come more likely to come back what are your what are you guys thoughts um you know what it's it's an interesting time because you know if if they end up deciding to leave you know obviously brown fills that spot but i i believe that you know the martin twins come back and kendall stevens comes back kendall, kendall's a senior he can't come back or not Kendall, you know. Um, Jordan. Yeah, Jordan Caroline. Jordan, Caroline. My apologies. Um, if they, you know, if they come back, uh, I feel like it's not going to be, you know, oh my gosh, you know, we've got this top five star recruit coming in. You know, where are we going to fit? I think they're going to mesh really well. Um, obviously, that was one of the big things that um, Michael pointed out earlier is we don't really have a big man. That was kind of a thing we didn't have in the tournament that kind of hurt us up a little bit towards the end. Um, so with that, I think he fits right in with the system if those three come back. Um, so, yeah, we're just going to have to see how it works out. I think what's interesting is you mentioned height, and Nevada can go from this really small ball lineup where everyone's 6'7 to one of the tallest lineups in the nation if you run Co- uh, Cody at point guard, Caleb at shooting guard, Jordan at small forward, Jordan Brown at power forward, and then they brought in Trey Porter, who is a center who can spread the floor. So then you go from a lineup where your smallest guy is six seven, 
rather than when last year you had Howis Cook, at, who took over from Lindsey Drew, who was like 6'3". Plus, Nevada has depth this year coming in. We mentioned we have mentioned on the show before the transfers: Jazz Johnson, Jazz Johnson, Treshawn Thurman, Nizre Zuzwa. Plus, they also just picked up uh, Ehab uh, Amin from University of Texas uh, Corpus Christi, who in 2016 led the nation in steals. So, do you think Nevada is going to have a problem playing people? No, uh, especially with the coaching talent that Mus has now that he has more options than everybody being six seven. And being sure that helps in being able to switch on everything. But as uh, Kevin said, that definitely hurt us down the line in the tournament. But now that you have a great mix of guys, you have two solid post players, that which Nevada hasn't had in a long time, and you mix that with the possibility of the best twin duo in recent years, I don't think we should have any major issues with uh, any non-power schools. See, if, if if everyone comes back, where do you guys see Nevada being ranked in the preseason poll? Number one. Uh, I don't I don't know about number one. Uh, I'm thinking at least top ten, maybe top five, um, especially if the Martin Twins do come back. Oh, definitely top five. I'm thinking probably probably four. Um, and just something I wanted to touch on, just uh, what Connor was talking about, you know, with the lineup. Uh, that's a really big and interesting thing about, you know, Musselman is he doesn't play a lot of guys. That was a lot of the commentary during the tournament is, you know, they run a six, you know, sometimes seven guy rotation. And that was the thing. Oh, they're going to run out of gas eventually. And that's just not how it happens. I think, uh, yeah, a little bit this year we're going to have to adjust playing those um, more of those guys. But, you know, um, with Musselman, he's the guy to adjust with. You know, he's a guy who has so much experience, especially at this level and at the NBA level, that he knows what he's doing. You you mentioned them running out of gas, and I think that is what happened when they faced Loyola Chicago because Kendall Stevens could not hit a shot to save his life, and I think they needed to take him out to p- put in a, a more firepower, and they just did not have that three point his three point shooting ability. See, you you know, with that. Um, to me, it wasn't that we ran out of gas. Um, one of the big things Musselman talked about, um, especially after the 22-point comeback, was, you know, that's all they did in the summer was condition. You know, they're running all the time. They're prepared for this stuff. I don't think we ran out of gas. I think he just had an off game, which, you know, happens to the best of stars. Obviously, just, you know, look at LeBron last night. You know, had a terrible game. It happens, you know. I think, and that's the thing with um, – this recruit coming in is he's going to help us out a lot is you know we relied on the three in that Loyola game which kind of hurt us because we weren't hitting it if we had that big guy down low to just you know get the rebounds rebounds killed us more than anything in that game yeah the three points don't happen but we know when we're giving up second chance points and offensive rebounds just like that the points start to add up so if we have that big guy down there um we're not going to have to worry about the possibility of getting gassed which I don't think we did but, you know, if we go farther this upcoming year, which I'm guaranteeing we are, um, it's not going to be a problem. Yeah, I have to agree with uh, Kevin on that one, uh, especially with how the Nevada, Nevada basketball team plays. If we don't have solid big men, we're forcing everyone else that's all the same height to try and pull in as many boards as possible and get in transition. But when we do that, that's when we win. That's when we excel. We are the best in transition, in my opinion. And now if we're going to have solid post players who are able to get the amount of boards that we need, we're going to be able to go and transition more. More transition, more wins further in the tournament. See, 
If if Nevada beats Loyola Chicago, how far do you think they they would have gone? Uh, who was the? It was Kansas State. Yeah, Kansas it would have been the winner. It would have been the winner of Kansas State Kentucky, which Kansas State won. And then uh, that was the Elite Eight, and then Final Four they faced Michigan, and lost to Michigan. See, I would have uh, if we would have beat Loyola. I'm picturing yes, we go to Elite Eight, obviously because we beat them. I don't think we would have had what it would have took to go on and beat Kansas State. And even if we did, there's no way I don't think we're beating Michigan. So I think it would have stopped at the Elite Eight, um, but especially with this prospect coming in, um, if everything shakes out, um, hopefully in our way, I'm definitely thinking Elite Eight and Final Four is definitely not out of the option. I agree. An, an interesting story uh, we, that Chris Murray has told is that when Musk came into, the, came into Nevada, they just put in new locker rooms, and their code was 1616, symbolizing the Sweet 16 as a goal. What is their new code going to be? 0401 or 0804? I'm going to say it's 0001. This reached reached that national point because we we've seen mid major schools make it before. As last year, Gonzaga made it. Now, would it would it have been an interesting move if Gonzaga had come to the Mountain West and we would have gotten a rivalry with Nevada and Gonzaga? Uh, it definitely would have been interesting, but I, I just didn't really see it going down because uh part of gonzaga's uh success is that they're coming from a non-power conference sure they've put up fights with the not with the uh, power schools but still coming from a non-power conference you don't have as many as those big games as you would from a power conference team so i just see i see i disagree because gonzaga has been able to recruit they mark few has been has been with gonzaga for years and he's been able to recruit five-star recruits He's gotten his players who have who have been the one and dones, but he still makes this team a a national favorite every year. Like they were a number one seed just a few years ago. I I think that would have not only bettered Nevada, but I think that would have bettered the Mountain West as a whole conference. Yeah, I I could definitely see that, but I guess we'll never know. Other Wolfpack news is that. Uh, Nevada has lot as is in a contract. Their contract with Nike has ended. What you know, What brand would you like to see them go to next? Next, as if they're done with Nike or they're not going to resign with Nike. We have they have just not announced whether or not they're resigning with Nike. Um, you know what? I'm I'm thinking probably uh, we could probably. Go a little bit old school with Adidas. Um, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a huge fan when it comes to Nike. Uh, I like their shoes, um, but especially when it came out with the NBA this past year with the new jerseys, uh, there were some flaws with that. And just me personally, uh, image wise, I don't agree with what Nike does sometimes. Uh, so I think if we don't end up coming back with Nike, we'll probably go with like Adidas. I'm gonna have to say I, I would like to see Jordan. Just, uh, just the prestige of the program and seeing now where uh, Nevada is actually able to achieve. Like, we went from, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but we were what nine and like twenty two or something the year before Musk came. Mm-hmm. Then we won the CBI. Then we went to the tournament first round, and now we went to the Sweet Sixteen. There's an upward trend, and if Musk stays, I think we could become one. We could become the next Gonzaga, essentially. And I would just like to see uh, the amount of prestige that comes along with that. And I, when I think prestige in shoe brands, I think Jordan. So that's what I think. 
Uh, I don't really have a preference to, uh, towards the brand of the clothing or any kind of, I don't know, merchandise towards uh, Nevada, but I don't know. I like the Nike where we have now, but I mean, it's not really my decision. I feel like anything will, will be fine. Whatever, whatever makes our team better fills them, fills them up with, I don't know. I, I think you guys make great arguments when it comes to, when it comes to Jordan, but I think they go with big baller brand. Oh. Be the first, be the first, be the first, be, wow. be, be nah. the first school to be represented by big baller brand. Come on! Oh, speaking of big bra- baller brand, you see all those blocks Jordan Brown had on uh, Lamelo and all of his Chino, highlight tapes. Chino They're Hills, nasty. Yeah. <laughs> like just to- no, yeah. totally disrespectful and disgusting. But it's great. I kid, but in ultimate decision, I think Nevada re- re- they'll resign with Nike because they have that deal, and I don't think they're to the prestige of the those schools who have Jordan now. Because you look at it, it's North Carolina, Michigan, Cal lost their deal with Jordan, so I th- I think it, we're not to the prestige of that, and we'll just resign with Nike. But Jordan Caroline wore Jordans on the court, so it, it never really stopped them. And the Jordan Nike family seems to be one big unit but with with that being said uh another topic i'd like to uh mention is that it was just announced today that nevada we will be playing in the uh, basketball hall of fame classic in on december 7th in los angeles and they will be facing arizona state this is an event last year where nevada we lost to tcu it was a close game and i think that this is a great game for nevada because this is their first scheduled power five conference school Given this, what do you think Nevada's record is going to be this year? Uh, I mean, hopefully it'll be better than ours last year. Um, as of right now, uh, we don't really know what our roster's looking at with the Twins going to the draft and also Caroline going to the draft. Uh, my mentality right now is that we're losing them for good. Um, so right now, all I know is that we don't have the Twins, we don't have Caroline, so we have to fill those positions up. Um but obviously they were they were a large part of our offense and defense last year, so uh, losing them is definitely going to take a hit. Um, but hopefully with these new pickups, these new transfers, these new recruits coming in, uh, we'll definitely be able to stay consistent with our record from last year, maybe even a little better. Yeah, uh, I, I can't uh, put a, a solid number on it, just knowing the uh, status with, with the roster, like Michael said. I would uh, have to wait, but... Uh, Assuming that we get the Twins back and Caroline back, I definitely think we could have a 30-win season, including playoffs. You know, I, I'm a firm believer that, you know, we learn from our mistakes. And, there, you know, there was a couple games last year, you know, watching in the stands that, you know, you just go, how did we win that game? You know, just unbelievable wins just like we had in the tournament. But then you got games where we're going – how the heck did we just lose that? You know, we have we have those games where it's just, you know, what are we doing? And I think, um, especially if the Martin Twins come back, they'll have that another year of experience under their belt, especially with Muss. And Muss, again, is going to notch another belt on his, or another notch on his belt of having more experience. And, you know, especially with uh, Brown coming in, I'm thinking, you know, those games that we shouldn't have lost or came really close, you know, especially the, um, the conference games, especially down in the tournament. Uh, we're not going to lose those games. Uh, I agree with Connor. We're probably going to go um, probably 30-win season this year, you know, hopefully if things pan out. But, you know, sometimes you can't always predict the future. So um, in sports, it's big to give way too early predictions. Uh, last year, Nevada was a seventh seed. 
if they lose all three players, what do you think the highest seeding they could get to is? At the beginning of the season? Just in, or... the, in the tournament. Like, if they lose uh, Jordan and the Twins, where do you think they would fit in the NCAA tournament? At least a uh, seven seed again. But if they if they get if they get everyone back if they oh if they get everyone back definitely uh, possibly uh, knowing with uh, just the experience that's on this team and with the new talent coming in and the new transfers and obviously Jordan Brown I could see us being a top four seed. You know and like like we said we came in with a seven seed uh, this past year. Um, if we don't have the players coming back, I'm going to predict, you know, we're going to still be top 10, so maybe like a 10 or, an, or a 9 seed. Um, we get those players, though, back, plus with uh, Jordan Brown. I'm going right now uh, 2 seed. Yeah, same numbers. So, Nevada, we've seen great, as Connor mentioned earlier, we've seen great growth in this program since Musk got here. When does Eric Musselman get a statue outside Baller? Because he, he sure deserves one. You know, uh, he's still got a long ways to go. Um, he's still going to be here for years and years down the line, hopefully till after I graduate so I can see a couple more years of him coaching. Um, we get to the Final Four this next season. He's got a statue, and I'm just going to call it right now. The statue that's going to go out is him taking his shirt off after that comeback <laughs> win in the tournament. If Or... Or if you go to our Twitter page at Pack Center Envy, we have uh, pictures of a mock statue designed literally outside uh, the student where the students used to enter uh, down by the south entrance. Uh, go give it a like and a retweet. That would be extremely great. But do you think? Here's a question I've had: If Jordan Caroline comes back and completes his senior year, this would be one of the most incredible three runs, uh, three run, three year run in Nevada history. Does he get his jersey retired? Because a big thing is you have to graduate from the school in order to in order to get your jersey retired. Right now, there's only one jersey retired, and I'm blanking on his name. Edgar but Jones. Edgar Jones, and you, you, Nevada fans have been making the argument: Nick Fazekas, Ramon Sessions, Javale McGee. Why have you not returned retired their jersey? Well, it's because they haven't graduated. If Jordan finishes his senior year, graduates, does he get his number retired? Absolutely. Yes, yes he does. He deserves it. Yes, he does. I mean, just just for the straight fact that, you know, that kid is a phenomenal player, but he's created something of an environment in the, you know, stands during those games. You know, when you're watching on TV, if you've never been to an actual in-game uh, Wolfpack game, you could always hear after he hits a shot, you know, sweet Caroline because of his name. You could always hear it in the tournament. That's what I listened for every time he made a shot was that sweet Caroline, and I knew we were there at that game. Um, he's created an atmosphere and a culture here in uh, at Lawler. Uh, it's kind of a huge experience. You know, you get down there, he makes that shot, and every single person in that stadium is singing Sweet Caroline with uh, the tune. So I'm thinking, yeah, he gets a statue if he comes back and graduates. Yeah, I agree. Uh, just from my personal experience, uh, just seeing the Wolfpack fans going from, like, no one's in the stands – at all just because we haven't been performing to where we've just been on the up and coming every year and each year that we've been on the up and coming caroline's been a part of us either as a transfer sitting out or making some of the biggest plays that we had and sure people aren't perfect everybody's gonna have their mistakes but i definitely think that caroline has very little to work on 
if he comes back, and he definitely deserves uh, a retired jersey. Yeah, his, his jersey should be retired um, if he comes back. Um, like Kevin was saying, when when he when he makes us some sort of shot or some spectacular play on offense or defense, you you just feel the atmosphere in the in the entire law lore. Uh, just it just increases. You can tell like by the fans, they're all all engaged in the game. You can just see by his his grit and his um, his attitude on the, on the court that he's putting in 110 percent. He's putting it in his all, um, and especially last year with him being most likely like the only big man down low for us. I know he's made a huge huge plays against other big men that are bigger than him, taller than him, stronger than him. But you can just see him how he's uh, he's just moving these guys around in order to put Nevada on his back and get these wins. What are you, what are your expectations for opening day next next season when Nevada will unveil not yet again two more banners to the rafters of Lawler? I I expect just near sold out crowd. Uh, no, it's going to be sold out. You know, there's going to be people getting turned away from that. You know, you're going to have to get to the game as soon as that gate opens. Uh, you know, we always have a traffic problem when it comes to the games, but oh man, you don't know traffic until this hits. And the only other day that's going to beat that is when we officially go to the Final Four. I, I well, y'all, y'all, y'all have to worry about actually getting <laughs> in for tickets. I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I know a guy. I mean, if you could, I work. Yeah, you, you so. help us out there. You know, you could help us. No, nah, I can't. <laughs> uh, but with that being said, we are concluding this uh, quick podcast. Uh, any final remarks from you guys? Uh, no, just uh, thank you for having us and uh, go pack. Yeah, thank you for having me and shout out the Jordan Brown. You made the right choice. Let's shock the nation. Yeah, shout out Jordan Brown, shout out uh, Wolfpack, and, and Must We Trust. Uh, but with that being said, we look forward to coming back to you guys next semester, and enjoy your summer.